Hey everyone, this is Kid Fury, host of The Read on Loudspeakers. And I just want to let you all know that when I'm not worshiping Beyonce and drinking Hennessy, I'm listening to Fan Bros because it's amazing. So get you a piece and enjoy your life. Welcome to the Fan Bros, the show where the bros are fans. And welcome, Internet, to another episode of Fan Bros, the show where the bros are fans or something to that extent. It's your boy DJ Ben-Hameen in the place to be, and I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Fan Bros, the show that is the premier podcast of geek culture presented by people of color. Alongside me in the spaceship tonight is my co-host, Tatiana King, the Grand Duchess of Tech. What's going on? Wake up, Ben Amin. I'm sounding asleep. You sound asleep. Wake up. Am I? Well, let me get some more energy in it then. <laughs> Give them my energetic voice, my Carlton Banks. Put on that same voice you had on last night. What voice was last night? The the wild robot voice you had on last night. Oh, yes. Or you mean oh the um humans. <laughs> <laughs> On our last show, I was impersonated by a robot, so I had to give you the human's voice. <laughs> Why? Who opens a show like that? Human, kneel down to me. Kneel, humans. I'm trying to figure out if you're like a robot or that that character from The Simpsons, the one with the uh, the one with the glasses and the buck teeth, the the one that's supposed to be Jewish. Oh, um, what's his name? I can't remember his name for nothing, but you sound more like him. More <laughs> than like a him than a robot. Mort, Mort, you sound Mort. like Mort. Or what's that Family Guy? Whatever. Maybe I'm getting my shows mixed up. You sound uh, yeah. like Mort. Mort, I think you that's like Family Mort. Guy. Yeah, humans. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, obviously you had mentioned Laughster. Yes, big up to Laughster.com where we just had our first live show. What was that Monday night? That was Monday night. It was Monday this past Monday, the twenty eighth at eight thirty p.m. We went live to all of our listeners. We had a live and interactive show where you were able to actually see us. We dressed up in costume. Yep, as ben, a robot. Ben, I mean, was a robot. Um, you know, reminiscent from that um the intergalactic video. Yes, from Beastie definitely. Boys. Yep. I was Feora O from uh, from uh, Man of Steel and Feora O or Feora. I can't pronounce her her, her dash name, but Feora. Feora or Ursa, depending on who you're talking to. But um, Feora Ursa. That was, that's her whole her, name. Her name is Feora, but she's also known as Ursa. In the in the um Superman movie, Superman two movie, when Zod and all them came out, yep. they call her Ursa. And in some comics, she's known as Ursa, but they also she's also known as Feora. So was she supposed to be the same woman from Superman 2? Yeah. Oh. It's the same person, technically. It's the same character, just clearly by so different the, people. So the big dude is supposed to be... um. So the big dude in Man of Steel was unnamed, but he... I don't know if he was named in the original Superman he's named movie. In the, he's named in the comics. Yeah. Um, whoever he was, that's technically who the, the Man of Steel version was supposed to be, but, you know. I yeah. mean, if you think about it, it was three people who showed up. Yeah, and it's three, three of them. Three people now. And I'm not sure um how... Uh, canon this is but in the yeah. comics at one point that dude he wasn't always dumb he got yeah. lobotomized he was yeah, supposed he to be got a, exactly. a, a scientist like Jor-El I mean like Kalo Jor-El's the dad Jor-El's the dad yeah like Jor-El scientist like Jor-El yes but he got lobotomized so he's not so smart anymore that's true so I, I that was my costume Um, we had Ghostface Ghostface Killer there <laughs> 
<laughs> Ghostface the God showed up. Ghost Shout out to the, the God showed up. We also had what the Ghost of Eugene Levy His show career, up. Career, the, <laughs> the, the Ghost of Eugene career. Levy's career show up. Showed up <laughs> like it was a Halloween. Like we were like it was like a Christmas tale yeah. for Halloween yeah, or something. So, something weird. And yeah. as and as promised, we gave away mad gifts. Yep. Shout out to Sharif Jackson. Shout out to uh, the Real Console. Shout out to Conscious Media. These are the three guys who won the top three Salute prizes. Salute them. Salute them. And everyone else who donated, everyone else who, you know, tipped, you know, who made it rain that night. We love you all. Dollar, dollar bill, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> we had actually, you know, it was mostly listeners in the United States, but we actually had a little bit of a uh, international audience. We had someone uh, or a few listeners in from Glasgow. Shout out to Glasgow. Shout out to Sweden out there. Yeah. And I was mentioning earlier, the only reason why I know where that is is because of my uh, pocket train game by Nimblebit. Is where you 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 basically make up a train empire. <laughs> I like how you, I like how you slid in that smooth commercial. My pocket trains game by Nimblebit. I mean, they could yeah. they they honestly they make some fly games. Nice. Check it out. Check it out for real. Nimble Quest, uh, pocket trains and pocket planes. Nice. Oh, and Tiny Tower. They better not make a pocket pool. <laughs> <laughs> that's not yeah no i mean you don't need an ipod to play that one nah, nah, no 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 but shouts to everyone who listened in shouts to all of the winners shouts big shouts to laughter you guys helped us out greatly and it was a blast we are definitely going to do it again so make sure you guys stay tuned um stay tuned to our twitter to everything that we're on and we'll tell you when the next show is yep as always you know check us out on soundcloud on itunes shout out to everybody who's been subscribing shout out to everyone who left a comment about our last episode, the Halloween episode for featuring our boy Combat Jack. Thanks for coming through. Mm-hmm. Thanks for everybody who made some movie recommendations for us, some mm-hmm. Halloween joints. Most of those I won't be watching. Cause <laughs> I, oh, you too? You, that's too much for you? Because I'm shook, basically. Oh, you know? at least you told the truth. I'm a halfway crook. You know? <laughs> so, yeah, I won't be doing any of that, watching any of those suggestions. But thanks for them. I'll pass them on to Combat and to everyone else. So, if you weren't one of those people, you need to be there. SoundCloud.com slash fanbros. Make sure you check us out. Subscribe, rate, leave a comment on iTunes. All that good stuff. Dope, dope. Uh, So, should we get right into into the topics? Something really interesting happened today, actually. Yeah, go ahead. So, this woman, she was on Twitter and a few other places. She posted this... uh, Technically, a speeding picture that she got. She was speeding 10 miles an hour. In California, she was speeding 10 miles over the limit. And, you know, pretty much as everyone does gets one once in a while. No big deal, right? But there was a twist to it. Or as, as Shyamalan would say, a twist. Yeah. What a twist. What a twist. Yes. Uh, she actually got, got cited for wearing Google Glass while driving. How? <laughs> so... <laughs> like- uh, the, and this is the strange How thing. How did the cops see that she was wearing? Well, Google. she still had it on. So, like, she got pulled over, and because you could, you know, I don't know if she she wears prescription glasses right now with the original Google glass. You can't put it on your prescription glasses, but you know, you're just wearing it yeah. like it's shades basically. And I'm sure she just had it on the whole time. And you know, once you like pass a cop, they see everything that's yeah. happening yep. inside. So I'm sure they saw it. Even she threw it off. Mm-hmm. Point is, she got a ticket for it, and even on the ticket itself, he put the cop put in parentheses Google Glass. Wow. You know, like as part of the 
explanation about why he pulled her over and the fact that she was 10 miles an hour over the speed limit. I think he really pulled her over because of the glass and then added on the speed thing just to be like, oh, this got to be valid somehow. He probably just wanted to see the Google Glass up close. Maybe. You know? Trying to be like legit or something like that. Yeah. And according to according to um this site where she posted it, they, it's actually California law where someone can't drive a vehicle with a television receiver or video monitor in front of them. Yeah. And yeah. I guess technically they saw that as because the Google Glass gives some it, it sounds I like mean, the cop really it, just wanted to see these it's glasses. It's kind of not like the whole point of wearing glasses. The fact that you able you're able to still go about your day, even yep. driving and other stuff safely. Yeah, there's not going to be like a bunch of videos and stuff popping up. Like this is not RoboCop, you know. But yeah. uh, I don't know. I still got to see these Google glasses in operation. Like I haven't even like looked on YouTube or anything to see them. Like how they actually right. look to see. I mean, what type of screen you're getting or what type of visuals you can get? It's um. It's actually pretty good. A lot of people at New York Comic Con was were wearing them. Really? Actually. Yeah. Oh, some I and, that. and Artist Alley, there were a few artists. Let me say that that was wearing them. And I was every time I went up to them, I was like, make sure you're not recording right now. Yeah. Because <laughs> so, you can kind of record on the lows. So yeah. Don't know. Can you talk? I mean, do you make yeah, you voice talk commands to, to it? it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You do voice commands to it. You can broadcast live broadcast live stream whatever you're seeing at the moment. Like mm. when when Google first unveiled it, they had a live broadcast on Google Plus. Okay. So, um, I mean, it, I think it's crazy. I mean, but it is a sign of the times. This is actually the very first ticket ever given to someone who drove and w- is driving and wearing Google Glass at the same time. So she slightly made history. She slightly made history, I guess. Slightly. I don't uh, know. Slight work, but. Slight work, yeah. Um, <laughs> in, in other news, I have to uh, offer an apology. You know, Chico Leo, our esteemed comrade, is not here tonight, not in the spaceship. But he did want to send out an apology from out on his spacewalk. Steve McQueen, director of 12 Years a Slave, is black. Mm. British, Mm. but black. Mm. Yeah. We messed up bad. I uh I, I okay I'm not gonna say now I'm gonna throw you on the bus I was gonna say I ain't saying nothing that you yeah, did. yeah 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 <laughs> it was me and Chico I take we take all the, well actually I didn't say anything I, I'll throw Chico under the bus since he's not here <laughs> and since he's apologizing <laughs> for it but yeah he wanted to make a statement you know we got all the comments on SoundCloud on Twitter oh man somebody emailed me on that when Fanbros Show at Gmail they hit me up oh they they went straight see someone mentioned it on SoundCloud but they emailed no, they you they emailed though? me they went all the way they found the email they went in on you. And they said, yo, I really enjoy the show. Womp, womp, womp. But Steve McQueen is quite black. <laughs> womp, thing, womp, thing, womp. Yeah, but <laughs> quite black. So we apologize for that egregious error. Egregious. Sorry, Steve. You know, but um, I've heard the movie is great. And that brings up to another topic. Mm-hmm. Why I haven't seen 12 Years a Slave. Why you haven't seen it yet, man? I mean. Because I'm not ready to be mad at the world, as Combat Jet said. You want to be an angry black man? Yeah. Like, um. I saw, uh, what do you call it, Django Unchained, but Django Unchained, you know, has the unrealism of it where, Django you know, Unchained is also, like, partly, like, comedy. Yeah. <laughs> it's know, not e- real. Even with, um... It's not real life. Even with our man Otto Asando getting ate by dogs, there's still a lot of, you know, humor in the movie. I just play the drums. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just smile and play the drums. <laughs> so, um, yeah. And I'm I'm not sure I'm ready for that. It's like with, uh, what's the other joint? Fruit, fr- fr- Fruitvale Station. Fruit, Fruitvale Station, with- like... Yeah, with Michael, jo- uh, not Michael, but um, um, yeah, not Michael, but Jordan. Um, but his last name's Jordan. Uh, damn it, lost <laughs> me. The pressures of the internet. Um, yeah, playing Human Torch, right? That dude. Um, Wallace, my man Wallace. Yeah, yeah. that's you'll always be Wallace to me, homie. Um, yeah. Anyway, 
I, I don't like seeing movies like that. Like, it's only so, like, Fruitvale Station, I know he's going to get shot at the end. I Okay, I actually had a free chance to see this movie, but it was, like, real late at night, like, 10 o'clock, and I was, I simply didn't want to see it yet because I didn't want to be depressed. Yeah, that's exactly how I feel. Because I, I was really angry over that whole real life situation. Yeah. And then to have to kind of play it out again yeah. on the screen, I was like, oh, uh, man. Yeah, like, but I'm really going to see go it, though. This. And same reason why, like, I'm going to see um uh the 12. 12 Years a Slave. 12 Years a Slave. You said 12. I want to see 12 Years a Slave. I haven't seen it yet, but it wasn't, it's not because I want to be, you know, I'm going to be an angry black woman. It's because I think it's, it's important that I see this. I haven't because I just haven't been in the movie theater. I didn't have enough time to go run and see a million movies. But but I, you made time to see Carrie first. I did, but yeah. I only saw one at a time. The plight of white woman Carrie was I more did. important to you than... No, actually, I saw <laughs> Carrie before this one came out. I think they came out the same weekend. Mm-mm. In New York? Yeah. We well, remember, live I live in, in Jersey. Oh, I live in Jersey. No, folks. no, no, really. I live in Jersey, so I don't know about all that. But <laughs> point being is, I'm still going to see it, though. You got to see it regardless. Ah, see, yeah. I, I feel like I do need to see it. I'm just not sure if I'm ready to be angry. And, like, uh, we were looking over at my notes, and the notes for the show, I wrote down 12 days a slave, <laughs> which it definitely wasn't 12 days. I think that's a little bit, you, you know, that would suck, too. It's probably like, <laughs> you know, that would suck, too. <laughs> yeah, probably a little easier to deal 12 with 12 days. 12 hours a slave would suck, too. Yeah, 12 minutes of slavery. Come on, man. would be a bitch. But um, actually, that brings me to another one is the Saturday Night Live skit that got kind of a Bad buzz. You didn't hear about that? Oh, I actually caught it. Speak on it. Um, what happened? This, uh, I don't this watch weekend, that SNL. Uh, for some uh, reason, I've been watching it this season. I, like, I don't watch SNL, only unless, like, Justin Timberlake on it, and I usually watch it online. I've been caught on, you know, like, home on Saturday nights at that time lately because, you know, I DJ most of the rest of the week and not on Saturday. So, um, yeah, I've been home watching it for some reason, and I caught it again this week, and mm-hmm. they had a spoof 12 days, not a slave or something. It was like... Well, basically, that's not the movie you make fun of. No, basically. That's and not the movie you do jokes about. No, and the story was in their spoof was that um the dude had been released. He'd been out 12 days. So he was... Out n- from being a slave? slave. Yeah, so he oh. wasn't, you know, he was still in, like, shock and wasn't really ready. And so it was still, like, that's you know, y'all he's up. at the bar and he's like, yo, bartender, give me a drink. And the bartender's like, you know, give him the cold stare and stuff, you know, and everybody's dissing him. And he don't understand why, you know, because he's not a slave anymore. You know, everything should be great. Uh, yeah, SNL, that, you know, I, I, don't even, I can't even say that was a good idea on paper. Like, that's, that was just dumb. And the thing is, it wasn't, like, offensive. Like, like I didn't even really find it offensive as finding the dumb. Like, it's it was, just dumb. Like it's the Harriet, poor planning. The Harriet Tubman video we talked about before that yeah. uh, Russell and them did, that was terrible and insulting. This yeah. was just dumb. And it actually had a funny moment when he, um, one of the white guys was like, you know, you can't. You can't dance because if you start dancing, then, you know, we'll try and dance like you and it will end terribly. And they cut to the side and they have Miley Cyrus there, you know, twerking. So, Ugh. um, yeah, Miley I, got another twerk in. And oh, God. I mean, save for, like, the few guest stars that come on. Like, I have already mentioned JT, but SNL ain't been funny since, like, the 80s. So, like, and to me, yeah. a lot of this stuff is just dumb and poorly planned, poorly thought out. And, like... Really, twelve years to slave. That's the thing you want to make like a, a satire, yeah. you know, joke of. Like it's not, and then you gotta, if you have the audacity to even go to that point, make it really think this through and make it work. Don't do the most obvious thing, which is, oh, what happens when he's not a slave no more? Like, like that's so <laughs> dumb and obvious, and it's not funny at all. If you want to make fun of 
Django makes sense. There's already uh, streams of you know streams of comedy in the, in movie, the movie whatsoever. Yeah, you definitely. know, so uh, I don't I don't get that. No, nah. well, yeah, if you'd seen mm. it, you really wouldn't get it because it was pretty terrible. Are people, like, upset about it? Like, mad I, or just kind of like a little whisper, like, yeah, oh, that wasn't funny. I think it was more of a whisper. And then, like, the funny thing is when I saw the whisper on the website, all the comments, I'm not sure, you know, what race mm. the people were writing the comments, but they're like, I didn't find this offensive. You know, I found it. I said, I didn't find it offensive. I found it not funny. Yeah, they found, some people found it funny. It was. Really? I mean. Like I say, it had moments. The Miley Cyrus thing made me chuckle for a minute, just because you know. Don't you think that's over though? Like, like don't it's you think that's, that's mad yeah. old mad now? Old, yeah. That's old hat. Like, uh, Miley Cyrus twerked great. Yeah. Next. Next. Yeah. You know, like, like let's keep it moving. Like that. That's old. That's now. You guys suck. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like that's damn. Nah. Nah. B, nah. B. Nah. B still gotta work on that one. Mm. Um, there was some big news in the tech sector though this week. Yes, sir. Uh, today, well, it might actually been a, a couple of days ago, but today I got wind of the PS4 FAQ. It's this huge FAQ that they actually released on their blog. I saw it on the PlayStation um, European Union blog. I don't know if it's on the American blog. I don't. I don't know why it wouldn't be, but um, it basically lists just about every question you could ever have about ps4 and they answer everything um a lot of stuff is kind of just rehashed from um when it was revealed at e3 um and you know throughout the last what six months mm-hmm. um you have a question about no this? no no oh. go ahead so one of the main things i had and i even mentioned this a couple times on twitter um you can actually expand the hard drive uh it comes with like a 500 gigabyte hard drive you can actually switch that out for up to a 1.4 terabyte drive yeah um, what else is there? You can oh, it's HDMI only. So remember how you they always still try to give you them analog cables just in yep. case you had that old ass TV. Yeah, no more. No more. Them wires just gone. Step your rabbit. No, no up. red, no yellow, none of that. Forget it. Ugh. Don't even ask for it no more. And um, basically just PS4 continuing to I don't know smash Xbox One. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's a little bit of big words there. I got to say this because Xbox One, you know, really effed up at E3. And then in the subsequent months, they tried to, they, well, they not even tried. They did. They backtracked on everything they had said. Like, remember when they were yeah. like, very, everything's restrictive. Like, you got to, if you, you can't really share the hard disk and all this. And I'm assuming not the hard disk, but, but the physical disk and all this other stuff. And they backtracked on all that, but nobody cares right now. I saw an interesting take on that backtracking, though, and yeah. on the whole Xbox One, the initial announcement. Like, what they were, what one person was saying they were trying to do is really try and move the systems into the future, like more do like how computers use with like a Steam system of downloading yeah, games. Yeah, and I get that, but the thing is, you have to understand with with video game systems, you have a lot of legacy gamers. Yeah. Legacy gamers, not to say they don't want to move into the future. It's just that there's certain things that are expected of yep. video games, and if they wanted to move into a Steam type platform, they would move to a PC. Yeah. And that's what I think. That's what. That's why there are. Um, batches of people who are just pc gamers or batches of people who are just platform gamers it's because people are used to certain ways of things being obviously there are going to be changes that's fine but it has to be introduced in a slower pace it has to be introduced um in a way that's not completely exclude everybody or and and in fact it can't be something that totally disrupts a market like that whole thing that xbox did with the saying that you can't share the disc and all that stuff that would have crushed and destroyed well well it would have been a big bad blow to the secondary market to the to the eb games to the GameStop, all that stuff like that completely throws that whole um that whole system into a loop 
and that would have i mean really that that would have been a problem and and there's mad gamers who who are useless like we grew up lending the games to people even with the nes you got them big old cartridges or what you do you hand it to your friend hey play this game mm-hmm. it was never a, a way of oh yeah you know i have this one license on it and <laughs> you gotta be my friend for like 30 days and then like i mean they, they made some bad like choices but i, I think yeah. they were trying to make you know overall a good move but i think their presentation or how they rolled it out wasn't you know popping well let's just say they messed it up um they they are having other ways of getting around this stuff like um there was news out today that um you know that titanfall game yep that 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 thing game looks dope actually it's like call of duty slash um mech warrior mech warrior like it is really fly they said that that IP, and I don't know if they're talking about the whole IP of Titanfall or just the first iteration of the game, but they're saying that that is exclusive to PC and Xbox platforms only wow. for its lifetime, wow. meaning no PS4. Wow, that hurts. And that's what they kept saying. But as I kept reading into it and really doing more research, they were like, well, what if there's a sequel? You know, maybe yeah. they can kind of you know edge their way out of the developers can kind of you know sneak out of that i mean halo stayed you know xbox exclusive right yeah so it's not unforeseen it's not unforeseen right especially if it becomes as popular as say a halo then Mm -hmm. then they won't care to go to another platform yeah because they'll be selling more than enough through xbox and i saw that xbox did announce that in the first year they're gonna have 15 exclusives just to them yeah so yeah, that's and, right. And I don't, I don't know if it has the same like restrictive nature as Titanfall, but yeah. you know, it is what it is. But that's pretty good. I mean, I'm an Xbox fan. I'm, you know, I'm not one of those people who's like, oh my god, Xbox versus PS. You know, I must have one of the. Other. You know, <laughs> oh, you're not like, the console, dude. That's how it was in the in the old in the good old days. Yeah, I remember Sega, Nintendo those days. Yeah. were like that was, and I was a Nintendo dude. But my, I wanted to Sega to play Fantasy Star. You, you was a Nintendo dude. Yeah. Like yeah. I, as much as I love Nintendo, like I was always a Sega, a Sega person. Nah, yeah, I was. I was Sega. Sega had al- <laughs> they had Altered Beast and they had Fantasy Star, and I wanted both of those. But I would play those at my boys' crib. Yeah. And Nintendo had Street Fighter first. That yeah. was that was big for me. Any any console that had Street Fighter on it, I was on it. That was it. That's crazy, man. And I, Zelda, you know, Mario, bro. You go back with you know Nintendo's always had a lot. Like, I feel I feel old when I say that, but really. Those were the good old days. Mm-hmm. Just blind fanboy for and girl rage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but those rage were the good old a- days. But, but that's why I mean I don't understand people who are like that nowadays. Yeah, like, now you can, it's kind of dumb to be like that because yeah, I like, mean they're evil corporations selling you shit. <laughs> like, you know. And now honestly, the the features and the processing and uh, the processing speeds and all this other stuff are so close to each other now like you know how like when there was like nintendo then sega then and it was a big jump there was like yeah. a big jump yeah. like there was either a big jump in graphics there was yeah. a big jump in speed there was a big jump in usability mm-hmm. now it's kind of like everyone more or less offers the same thing the only thing that differentiates these different platforms are the exclusives and yep. then maybe like the networks like i i think Xbox Live is better than PSN yeah, all I've the heard way. That, yep. All f- right now, but yeah. you know, so I understand there's some things that change. But as you said, it's not like how it was in the past, where mm-hmm. there were like clear cut differences, mm-hmm. and you know, maybe clear cut weaknesses, clear cut strengths. I don't know. Yeah, well, let's say let's send a, and also we've been on. Um, that's something else we can ask two questions for the fan bros out there. On uh, one of our boys, Matt Raz, you know, friend of the show, has been asking us to get mm-hmm. a um, GTA Five game going mm-hmm. online. So I wanted to put that out there to the fan bros. Uh, my Xbox gamer tag is easy. DJ Ben Amin. You can add me 
And we're going to start up a Xbox Gamer GTA clan, I think it's called, on there soon. Oh, word. Yeah. I got to, okay, so I got to stop fronting go, using, <laughs> I've been using my husband's <laughs> Xbox Live account. <laughs> okay, so I got to turn mine's on. Okay, yep. when I when I turn mine's on, get mine's active, I'll share my uh, gamer tag too. Yep, so DJ Ben Amin. And also, you know, just a general question to all the fan bros out there. What are you, you know, PS4 or Xbox One? Which Does it even matter? To? Yeah, for real. Let us know. Because I just want to play, you know, good games. That's all my thing is. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. It all is right. what it is. Let's take a quick break and we'll be right back with more Fan Bros. Internet, you are listening to Fan Bros. This is a podcast for people who are fans and bros and not always bros. Uh, what? You can, you can find Fan Bros on iTunes. Go to iTunes. Right now. Click it. Fan Bros. Subscribe. Fan Bros Show. Fan Bros Show. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Now you found it. Now you found us. Yes. Okay? Click on that. Comment. Rate that. But most of all, subscribe. Subscribe to the content that you're going to love listening to. Where people talk about television, pop culture, comic books, movies. Animation. Clothing. Random acts of violence. Cosplay. Jesus. Sailor Moon. Penis. <laughs> Had to go there. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, no, internet. Seriously, seriously. There'll probably be no more mentions of male genitalia on fan bros. All right? But I still want you to subscribe. Come on. For real. You like this podcast. You know you like this podcast. I'll tell you what. You subscribe to this podcast, and I will walk around to my regular day job in a costume. I'll do that. Sounds like a deal. I'll do that because you committed to listening to Fan Bros. All right. And welcome back, Fan Bros. I hope that break wasn't too long. It's your boy, DJ Ben Hameen, back in the spaceship alongside my co-host. Tatiana King, the Grand Duchess. All righty. Excitable right now. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, I'm excited too because this week I interviewed Juno Diaz. Juno no? Juno no. <laughs> I bet he hates that. I'm I, not going to do that no more. <laughs> I'm sure he hates that right there. Yeah, I'm sure he's heard that like most of his damn life. Yeah. Um, The Pulitzer Prize winning author of such celebrated novels as The Brief Wondrous Life of Oscar Diaz and This Is How You Lose Her. Uh, we interviewed him this week. It was an amazing interview. Me and Chico sat down with Juno. He's one of my favorite authors. Got in a lot of great questions, a lot of great topics. That interview will be coming to you sooner or later. You might hear it by the time you've heard this episode, depending on when you hear this episode, but who knows? Tatiana's looking at me like, what the Cause, f Because was that? I was just like, wait, what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when are we going to hear this? You're going to hear it soon on fanbros.com. Check back there daily. Okay. That's how you should be doing anyway. Okay. You know, this Juno Diaz interview, this is a big thing. I just can't drop it on the folks without the proper preparation. You right. You know what I mean? Everybody needs to hear this worldwide. Word Sweden, up. Australia out there, all you folks. Bet. Puerto Rico. Oh. Dominican Republic. All that good stuff. Yep. Dope. Yeah, but uh, while, during the Juno interview, we got into a quick little question about uh, who are the greatest tokens in sci-fi and geek culture in general. And for those who don't know, I wrote an article on this a couple months back on fanbros.com, the top 10 tokens in science fiction. Google that right now. Top 10 tokens, science fiction, fanbros.com. What were your top three? 
Who are my top Who three? Top three rather? Uh, on the list, if I can remember offhand, I know my number two. Uh, number three, I want to say, is Ruby Rod from The Fifth Element. Oh, wow. Yeah, because... Uh, Not Chris Tucker? Chris Tucker. Yeah, Chris <laughs> Tucker. Yo, I sat in that movie, and, and it, it pains me to this day when people consider that movie great. Because I, I don't get it. Yeah. I, I can't lie. I don't get it. There's this, um, I think uh, Mila Jovovich is a pretty woman normally, right? Yeah. But I think in that movie, she looks boyish. And I mean, that was the point. That was her character. Well, well, that's sad that they spend the whole movie talking about that this is the most beautiful woman in the pl- you know universe. universe. And she looked like a boy. <laughs> looked like a thin, <laughs> with some pale bandages boy on. <laughs> with some bandages on. Yeah. So that, that, and then as if it's not egregious enough, then you have Chris Tucker as Ruby Rod, who is oversexed, but somehow still feminine. And, oh. and and then spends but the last 30 minutes of the movie screaming and crying <laughs> as Bruce Willis saves him. The last 30 minutes screaming. I mean, think about it this way. Like, maybe not in our universe. She's not go- going back to Nuya. Maybe she's not beautiful in the way she looked in our universe. But in their universe, maybe she, that is beauty. I know. Maybe in this white man's gave world. Me this. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> gave me this this sideways face, like, man, get out of here with that foolishness. Anyway, um, yeah, Ruby Rod, you know, was made number two, made number three, I yeah. think. Number two was uh, Miles Dyson from the Terminator series, Terminator mm. Two, mainly because Miles Dyson once again, you know, shows up as the only black man in the series that I can think <laughs> of, and then is responsible for destroying the world, basically. If not for his scientific know-how and his, you know, Strynet. yep, he wouldn't have created Strynet. And That's Daddy Pope, right? Daddy Pope? Yes, Daddy Pope, yes, <laughs> is, the, is also the father it's of Papa Steinet. Pope. Papa Pope, you know. From, from Scandal. From Scandal is also the father of Steinet and spends the last, his last moments on Earth. Screaming and crying. Screaming and crying. <laughs> why everybody, why all the black men ended up screaming and crying? That, that. That's, what, that's usually what makes you a token. But then our number one on the list wasn't screaming and crying. Yeah. Number one was Lando Calrissian. Billy D. Williams Coke himself. 45. That's right. Always right and always Smooth. on time. <laughs> yes. I like Billy D. Billy D. But Billy D., even though he's a great character, you know, Lando Calrissian is one of my favorite characters of all time. He makes the list just because he is the ultimate token because there were no blacks in the original Star Wars. Everyone complained. George Lucas said, oh, okay, and gave us a smuggler and a gambler. A smooth-talking smuggler and a gambler with black, a conk. Black people don't go into space. Black people with conks go into space. <laughs> <laughs> Detroit Next Red. Find Al Sharpton going to be up there. <laughs> yeah. Detroit Red, Al Sharpton, and, Red. and James Brown would make it into space. But no, and Lando. Yeah, so uh, Lando made my list of the top <laughs> ten tokens of science fiction. Yeah, just because, you know, as soon as you see him, he swindled. Well, he he got swindled out of the Millennium Falcon, I think. But then he tries to. He got to, swindled. That was his ship. Yeah. And then he tries to mat game on Princess Leia right away. How you got conk in your hand? You lose your ship, dog. Yeah, to Han Solo. Of all people. Of all people. With his tight leather fake wet jacket on. I got vest. some people. I got some people to add to your list. Who would make your list of top ten tokens? This. And this is actually from my one of my favorite series, Star Trek, uh, The Next Generation. Jordy LaForge? Jordy LaForge. Wow. Jordy LaForge. Now, Jordy, now, okay, uh, I would say Jordy wasn't token in the sense of there was no, like, Sambo in or Uncle Tom and <laughs> yeah. none of that. Yeah. No. But he was, for the most part, the one of the only black people on his ship. One of, if not the only, at certain times, depending on when you started watching 
the Next Generation series. Um, I mean, there was also Guinan, um, Whoopi Goldberg. She okay. was she she was the bartender. Yep. Um, Alien. Alien. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. She was there. F- she wasn't there the whole time, but she she did show up eventually. But I just personally, because I watched it as a kid, I don't recall any other nah. black folks. But Jordy was dope. Jordy has always been dope. He's still one of my favorite characters. So you don't consider Worf to be black? I mean, I, I knew he was black, but yeah. he was Klingon. Yep. There's no black or white in Klingon. You you Klingon or you not Klingon. You Klingon or you a halfling like he was. Have you ever seen the video, uh, yet another great supercut on YouTube? I actually want to start up this on uh, Fan Bros, Supercut Saturdays, where we post some Supercut videos. Mm. There's a great Supercut video, uh, for those who don't know, if I'm talking too fast for the Fan Bros out there, Supercut is any moment in a video where there's like a repeating theme. Like I saw one the other day where they did, um, from horror movies, mm-hmm. I'm going to go check it out. <laughs> when, it, when, a character, yeah. when a character says that. There's no black people who check it out, by the way. No, ever. no, no, no. no. I'm, I'm at the go. I didn't watch that video, but I'm, I'm pretty sure because black There was people, a black person that checked it out. Because black people always die first in the horror movie. But not because they want to check it out first. <laughs> yeah, they just, they just, happen, to they just happen to be in the wrong place at the wrong time yeah. or wearing a red shirt or something. Like, they don't, they don't, black people ain't checking out nothing. Yeah. I'm not checking out nothing. I hear a sound. You know what's happened? I'm on the other side of the room or out the door. Out. Out the window. I'm jumping out the window. <laughs> I'm not staying there. Well, um. Is something coming to spaceship right now? I'm ghost. Ghost. Well, the supercut of that I saw what I was mentioning in relation to Worf is there's a supercut of him being told to shut up. Like, every time Worf had, and it's like. And, <laughs> Did and, they tell Worf to shut up, man? Yo, I didn't notice. I didn't watch The Next Generation like that. But um, the funniest. I did, but I don't remember. Really? Yo, go look this up on YouTube. But the funniest thing about it is, like, people in the comments are like, and what's really messed up is if you watch these episodes, Worf is usually right. And if, if whatever he had suggested <laughs> would have, like, solved the problem right away. But they always are like, you know, he'll be Shut like, up, Captain, Worf. Captain, we can do this. No, I don't think so, Worf. You know, or Captain, we can do this. Worf, I, if I wanted your opinion, I mean, it is hilarious. Like he, Oh, they go hot. in on him like that. Like, I'm trying to remember. Yo, like, he gets really? sunned so many times on that show. I mean, I always felt like he got the short end of the stick a lot of times. But I haven't, I haven't realized how much the crew was just like, nah, B. Really? They are all like, yo, whatever your suggestion is, Worf, it sucks. But it was always <laughs> the right one. Like, I think we should just kill him now. Shut up, Worf. Worf. Yeah, and then that dude kills 10 red shirts. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. That's fucked up. So, uh, Jordy LaForge is on your list. Any more else? Top 10 tokens? I said Jordy. I said Guinan. Yep. Um, I mean, I was thinking Whoopi Goldberg and thought of Gaia from Captain Planet, but then there's also Kwame. So, that you know, Kwame's black, too. <laughs> He's like, wait, who are all these people you named? Yeah. Gaia was the Earth spirit. Oh, yeah, I know Gaia. All I, right. know, I know the name. Kwame was the Earth, was the dude from, I don't know, first of all, what country in Africa was he from? They always just say he was from Africa. And his name is Kwame. Where in Africa? And then he had the Earth. Him. He was the only Earth black power. planeteer. The Look, Earth I, power. I, I never watched uh, Captain Planet. I can't, what? I can't watch a po- uh, show with a superhero with a mullet. Captain Planet, <laughs> man, you ain't had no good childhood. Captain Planet was the ish. Captain Planet had a serious green mullet. That's Captain another great one. I've actually never watched it, and I need to go watch it now. But did you see the live video? I think it's Funny or Die, where Don Cheadle plays Captain yes. Planet. Yes, that was funny. I need to go watch that because I, I didn't actually get to catch that one. Gonna take pollution down to zero. Gonna, I don't know the rest of the words, but that is wow. my ish. They had a soulful ass song like yes. that. Yeah, what I didn't know that. Oh. Oh. Wind water. 
powers combined, I am Captain Planet. Captain Planet, he's a hero. Gonna take pollution down to zero. He's our powers magnified, and he's fighting on the planet side. Captain Planet, he's a hero. Gonna take pollution down to zero. I hope you enjoyed that little musical break right there for you. We're about to close out this episode of Fan Bros Show. Wanted to thank everyone for listening again. Thank everybody on the SoundCloud, iTunes, all that good stuff. A couple more bits of information before we go, though. Um, there were some great movie trailers that dropped this week. The X-Men Days Old Future Past. Yes, sir. Finally dropped. Brian Singer's return to the X-Men franchise. And one of the greatest stories ever told, uh, Chris Claremont and John Byrne were the original creators of the Days of Future Past in the X-Men comics, where the X-Men go to a dark dystopian, I just wanted to say that word, dystopian future, where the Sentinels have killed off most <laughs> of the mutants and put them into concentration camps. Definitely a great storyline. Two issues in the comics, Wolverine gets turned to a pile of adamantium bones. Mm. It's awesome. Adamantium? Adamantium. You have you really do have a problem with pronouncing. <laughs> hey, look. When you spent all your life reading and not talking to people, that's what happens. Yeah. Yep. So, um, yeah. What'd you think of the trailer? Dope. This movie about to kind of be dope, though. It better be. I I I I really hope so. I mean, with with, with com- combining the cast like that, it's it's just too much potential awesomeness yeah, for it not to be dope. Let's definitely. just say that. Yeah. Also, another trailer, uh, the second trailer for The Wolf of Wall Street, Martin Scorsese's new joint with Leonardo DiCaprio. Got that Kanye on the on the soundtrack. Too. Does it? Yeah. Well, I didn't I didn't peep that. Which Kanye? Uh, the new joint from his new since latest joint. Oh, man. Not new slaves. No, not new slaves. I, now, now my mind just went blank. Oh, damn it! Damn, but Kanye, I, but that's how I first. Oh, um, blood on the leaves. Black skinhead. Oh, really? Yeah, black wow. skinhead is actually when the trailer first played. It was actually first playing a couple months ago. Black skinhead was playing on a trailer. And actually, I saw it in the theater. So. Ah, yes. dope, dope, yes. yeah. And it looks like Martin Scorsese had his, you know, usual glorif. I mean, just. Martin Scorsese, you know, I mean, he's the god of cinema. So one of the greats. And, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio also top form. Yes. So it looks like this could be something interesting to see. I'm not, you know. I, it looks I, like the great Gatsby on Wall Street. to uh, be Because it, uh, it looks like, honestly, from the trailer. Yeah. But, I mean, there's a difference between uh, Baz Luhrmann yes. and, and Martin Scorsese. Yes. Like, you know, there's, Absolutely. there's good and over-directing movies, and that's Baz. And then there's, you know, one of the gods of cinema, Martin. True that. And speaking of Martin Scorsese, uh, there's a HBO documentary out there that everyone should check out right now. Abandoned and Seduced, or Seduced and Abandoned. Yeah, Seduced and Abandoned. It's uh, by James Tobak, James Tobak, the director of Black and White, and a few other movies, and Alec Baldwin. And it chronicles them as they go to Cannes 
to try and raise money to make a movie. Mm. So it's kind of like a movie in a movie, and it's really a dope, dope um, look into Khan and uh, just movie making and the process of filmmaking. That and sounds interesting. Yo, it's really good. I mean, I went, you know, I'm a film student even before I was DJ, before everything. So, you know, it has personal interest to me. But cool. just to see stuff like to see the back-end deals and see how much people are willing to pay and then seeing that there are still people in the business who really have a passion for it. Like Ryan Gosling, when they sit down and talk to him, like you can really see the dude loves films. It's yeah. not just like for the paycheck and stuff. So it's really a dope movie. And um, in general, HBO has been having an amazing series of documentaries. Check them out. Uh, what was the other? Valentine Road about a little gay kid who was shot because he was gay. Really good movie. Seduce and Abandoned, though, I think is one of the better ones that I've seen. I actually might go home and watch it again tonight. Check it out on HBO. Uh, debuted this week. They have a new documentary every week, so check them. I'm definitely checking it out. Thanks, Benjamin. You're welcome. And with that, that'll be about it for this show. Um, What were our questions of the week right now? Uh, Who were your favorite, or not favorite, but who were your top ten tokens? And, or not ten. Don't send us ten. <laughs> <laughs> Who are your who's your token who's in science your token fiction? In science fiction. There we go. Science fiction, fantasy, geek culture, however you want to put it. Anything else for the fans out there? Make sure you tune in to our website, fanbros.com. Make sure you hit us up on Twitter. Make sure you hit us up on YouTube. Listen to us on SoundCloud and iTunes. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you rate and make sure you leave comments because we read everything. Yes, we do. Shout out to the person who shouted us out from Australia. What up? Yep, because we read that comment. Shout out to everybody who told us that Steve McQueen is black. We got you. Shout out to Laughster. Thank you again. Thank you. Make Thank sure that we'll, we'll tell you more about the show later. We'll yep. do another show soon. Oh, yes. Late November, early December, we'll be returning. Also going to have a live movie event in New York City sometime soon. Ooh. Yeah. More details on that coming soon. The big Juno Diaz interview will be dropping very soon. Um, also, one last thing, our other question of the week, besides your favorite tokens in science fiction, let us know your gamer tag on Xbox, uh, whether or not you're an Xbox or a PS person, and doesn't matter. And hit me up, DJ Ben Amin, on Xbox Live. Add me, and I'll murder you in any game. Ooh, challenge. Challenge. <laughs> and with that, uh, I, need a, I need a sign off other than biting Russell Simmons. But for now, God bless you and good night. Fan Pros, F-A-N-P-R-O-S-O.